Hey there, welcome to this segment of Real Time with Ray, a very short podcast with some real talk, real talk about the issues that the superwoman, you know, that independent, uh, go-getter, make it happen, uh, what's the, what's some other attributes of the superwoman, um, she's independent, She's a decision maker. She's a go getter. She's high achieving. Yeah. But bigger than probably all of these things, she is strong willed, which sometimes causes her to get in her own way. So, uh, what we talk about here is real solutions, it's real talk with real solutions. For, you know, the real time issues that the superwoman deals with, with her, what she faces with her man, her money and her mini me. And so in this segment, we are going to talk about our millennial mini me's. Yeah, those wonderful, wonderful beings. (laughs) And listen, if you don't have a millennial mini me, that's okay. What would be great is if you know someone who has a millennial mini me, just like kind of share this, this podcast with them, this, this episode, this conversation with them, um, because I'm going to share some, some really helpful, really, really helpful, um, nuggets with you, with you dolls, um, because the things that, you know, the questions see, okay, let me back up. All right. So. I talk to superwomen all the time. You know, that's my thing. I have a heart and an affection for the superwoman. But I don't only talk to superwomen. I also talk to millennials and I call them superwomen in training. (laughs) They're my sweats, (laughs) my superwomen in training. And um, I get so many questions from them. I have so many conversations with them and I'm constantly, you know, like my ears to the ground hearing the, you know, the activities that's going on with them because I, I, I have a millennial, but my mini me is a millennial and, you know, her, her, her and her friends have been loving and adoring me, adoring me since their teens, you know, even during their teens. And so, you know, they've been coming to me over the years. And so, I just, you know, I see a lot, I hear a lot, I know a lot and, you know, they, they confide in me. And so I've, you know, we have that trust, you know, we have that foundation. And so, um, I just want to share some things with you about, you know, millennials that might help you, what's the word I want to use, engage with them a little more effectively that might help you to, um, appreciate them a little bit more because they're a little frustrating. (laughs) I can't deny it. They're a little frustrating, but I love them. I love millennials. I think they are so dope. I love millennials. And I want to start out talking about, well, I, I had to preface it by letting you all know how much I love and adore millennials. Though I do have some concerns about millennials and because I've got concerns, I'm sure that you 
you dolls have concerns as well. So we're going to address some of them because um, they're dealing with a lot. They're facing a lot and, um, and they need support. And that's just real honest. They need support, even though they think they got it all together, even though they think they know it all, even though they think, you know, we know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Silly them. Yeah, they need support and they definitely need help. And so one of the things that I wanted to start out saying, like on an upside to help you to appreciate and value the millennial, I wanted to point out that I love their ambition. I love that they're ambitious. I love that they're creative. I love that they're innovative. I love that they're bold. I love it. I love it. I love it. My concern though is, well, is a couple of concerns. <clears throat> My two primary concerns with millennials are, um, one, with them being bold and outspoken, a lot of that, well, actually both of the concerns have, are a direct um, effect of, uh, of uh, I don't even know if effect is the word, but um, a result, uh, are a direct results of them living in an information age. Okay, so the first concern is that with them having all of this information, they developed this, I'm using my quotation fingers, all you got to do type of mentality. <laughs> yeah, you and I who are tenured know that things are just not quite as simple or as easy <laughs> as information might make it appear to be. <laughs> and then the other concern is, you know, in them being bold and such, it's just kind of like um, there's this high-mindedness that comes along with it. This It's this high-mindedness. Now, let me give some balance with that because I teach, I encourage, I counsel, I preach from the mountaintops that we should think highly of ourselves as superwomen. And I definitely teach, you know, um, my sweats, my superwomen in training, the millennials, I teach them as well. Think highly of yourself. So I stand flat footed on that. The problem is when you start to think more highly of yourself than you should. Yeah. So when are they thinking more highly of themselves when they should? Well, definitely with um, all of this information, they, they, they kind of think that they know. Like, oh, I, oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. Well, we all know <laughs> that you know nothing <laughs> if you haven't experienced it. <laughs> we, you know, us who are tenured, we know that. You know nothing if you haven't experienced it. Because when I was in hair school, <laughs> I talked about me, my hair um, career in one of the other segments. But when I was in hair school, we had two sections. We had our theory 
and are practical. The theory was education. So when I say theory, I'm not talking about, or I'm not, um, um, I'm not, um, secluding it to only being just an idea because that some of the theory was facts, you know, some of the theory were absolute facts and they were provable. They were, um, and, and, and they were demonstrable. So you could definitely demonstrate those things. So theory, when I say the word theory, I'm not just talking about, oh, it's just a thought, you know, it's nothing that's proven. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from the aspect of it being information. And then the other segment was the practical, which was our hands-on. So our theory was our education and the practical was our hands-on. So when you're reading the theory, you're getting this information, <laughs> you're like, oh, all I got to do is pull the hair down and just cut across. Well, <laughs> when you tried to pull that hair down and just cut across, you saw how it just wasn't that simple cutting a nice, clean line. No, you had to practice it. You had to do it. You had to experience it. And then you got good at that nice, clean line and you got good at, you know, doing these cuts. Right. OK, so by all means, the theory that they get, they need the support from people like you and me and others, of course, they need the support as they step into the practical with that theory, right? They need the supports. And so the high mindedness, <laughs> there's a difference between thinking highly of yourself and being high minded. The high mindedness has deceived them into thinking, oh, I got this. Oh, I know. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> you know, in part, they know in part but it's up to us to help them. Now, it gets a little difficult, right? Because of the pushback. And they do push back, right? They push back because, again, the information. All of this information is coming at them. And so they're constantly, constantly sorting and sifting information, categorizing information. And unfortunately... Unfortunately, because they can just go Google something when you, you know, go to talk to your mini me, your millennial mini me and either either mini me. I mean, it doesn't really have to be just the millennials, but I'm just talking about millennials here. So when you go to talk to your millennial mini me, they've already got information and they're comparing the information that you're sharing with them to the information that they already compartmentalized. <laughs> competition. Can we say competition? <laughs> so what does that mean? It means you've got to be patient. <laughs> you've got to exercise love and patience. And it's frustrating. I get it because no mother wants to see their child suffer. No mother wants to see her mini me crash and burn. No mother wants to see her mini me 
go through, I'm using my quotation fingers, the hurt. But guess what? Sometimes it's just necessary. Sometimes it's just necessary. Some things can be avoided. Some things can't. And, you know, one of the things, and this is so key, this is so key. One of the things that I do that helps me to relieve my frustration, because as a mother, and this is just some real talk right here, as a mother, you kind of feel like if I, if I wash my hands with it, I'm giving up on my child, you know, and no mom wants to give up on their mini me, but the frustration makes you want to give up on your mini me, right? (laughs) So here's what I do. And it's been super, super effective for me. And it works like it works. So a cocktail of prayer and counseling, what I would do is because I love my mini me, it is my responsibility to make sure that I tell her what's true. That's my responsibility because my response, love protects. So how do I say, oh, I ain't saying nothing. That's on her. No, I don't do that. Now, I won't, I might not keep saying something (laughs) if you keep ignoring what I'm saying to you, I might not keep saying something, but at the onset, it is my responsibility because I love you to protect you and tell you the truth. And I'll do that. So that's the counsel part, but then the prayer. So I go to God and I say, you know what, God, this is your daughter. This is your child. You love her more than I do. You want her protected more than I do. You want her kept from harm more than I do. So speak to her, reach her, send laborers across her path. People send her examples, open her eyes so that she can see what she needs to see. Open her ears so that she can hear what she needs to hear. Send people who she can receive your voice from, you know, those kind of things. It's not a one man show. It's like, I understand that the responsibility is not fully upon me. Not at all. There's no way because there's some things that I absolutely don't know that I haven't experienced. Because I I was saying like, you don't know until you've experienced it, right? Well, there's some things I haven't experienced, but the things that I have experienced, oh yes, I'm going to tell it from the mountaintop. But anyway... So yes, that cocktail of prayer and counsel. So listen, support your millennials. I know it gets frustrating, but listen, love them and be patient with them and pray for them. Okay. Not the, oh, woe is me prayer. Oh God, can you please do something? No, God, you love them. You love my mini me. Talk to my mini me, help my mini me, straighten out my mini me, deal with it. So those are my thoughts. I'd love to know your thoughts. Catch me on social media at Ray 